Are you ready? Here we go. The following podcast is scheduled for one talk. Introducing first in the Kulak corner, weighing in on the in an undisclosed amount, fighting out of his or speaking out of his spare room by the looks of it. It's Aaron Williams. Aaron, what's the crack? <laughs> Thank God I'm not living in Kulak anymore. No, you aren't actually. And I just couldn't think of the name of the place, so I went with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't now disclose. We're residing that. somewhere else. Don't we won't disclose. It. We won't disclose it. That's why I said, Kula, keep your identity safe. <laughs> this is a man of many names, a man of many faces. But right in front of him right now is the most dangerous opponent he's ever faced. And we ain't talking about white collar. Hello, Aaron. Once again, your podcast co-host, Adam Kelly, is here. How are we getting on tonight? How are yeah. you, bud? It feels like it's been a good while since we've done this. And it really wow. hasn't. I think it's only been a week. It's not all. It feels like it's been three weeks. Doesn't it? It feels like year, like genuinely, it feels like fucking ages has gone by. So I'm absolutely delighted to be back on the air with you. How are yeah. we getting on? Oh, good. A lot has happened since uh, we last done a podcast, and hopefully it's going to be covered tonight. But uh, don't yeah. make me feel ten times better. What if people actually went down in the description of this podcast, click that link that's down there that says link tree, maybe follow on Instagram, maybe follow on Spotify, gives us sub on YouTube, gives a like, a comment, like, no, something like that. Just a small gesture that takes two seconds, that's free, that people can do. That would mean the absolute yeah. world to me if people do that. Yeah, that'd be amazing, man. Should that be like a little free Christmas present? Do you know what I mean? Look, like, <laughs> be handy. Oh, Thank you for that, guys. Christmas. If you're listening, if anyone here is listening and they haven't subscribed, which we know a lot of people haven't, if you haven't subscribed to any of our socials, please go on and please subscribe to us because, as I said, it'd be like a little lovely early Christmas present for us. And let's see where we go from there. And for those watching <laughs> on YouTube, we're not sponsored by Heineken. As you can see in Adam's video right now, there's a big Heineken can sitting right in the camera. We are not sponsored by Heineken and we're not sponsored by Canadian either. Well, unfortunately, it's just my table. It's just the setup. So I'll use this part here probably a bit more, uh, probably a bit better rather than obscuring the view of this. But uh, <laughs> so Aaron, right? A lot of things went down over the weekend. And as you said, we, shall, we probably do have a lot to talk about. But one of the things I want to talk about first with yourself here is I forget the UFC event. Am I forgetting something? Yeah. Never. When, when has my memory ever deceived me? Right now. <laughs> forgetting. Okay, two things, actually. What am I forgetting? The dad joking this or that. Oh, right. Yeah. Here oh, we go. Damn it. Jumping into things. Jesus. We are. No Sorry, I just play to go with flow. No, See, man, play, straight, straight into it. Straight in, straight in, no kissing. That's what I thought <laughs> we were doing tonight. Right. So, dad joke. Do you have something for us this week? We do. Indeed. Are you going to be able to make me laugh? And even more importantly, are you going to be able to make the people at home laugh? Or on the train, on the Lewis, in that car? I'll definitely make, you make laugh. Them laugh. Okay, let's go for it. Someone has glued my pack of cards together. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> is that a laugh I see <laughs> Jeez, that was a snort you got out of me and everything oh I'm going to need a minute so is that you, to, you bollocks you're knocking mine out of my head as well now with that. Is that, does that count as a good one or is it a bad snort oh, that, was a, that was a cracker thank you, thank <laughs> that you. was a Christmas cracker <laughs> Wait, bum, bum. 
Oh, fucking hell, man. You have to knock a mine on my head, but I'm lucky I came prepared with the second one. It's not nearly as funny as the one I wanted to drop on you, but I don't know if this is much of a dad joke. It's just a bit of a one-liner. Very cool. Okay. I used to work with clown shoes. I'll tell you now, that was no small fee. <laughs> and come here, I'll catch you with another one here, right? I used to work in a heating gas factory. Do you know why I left? Why? I refuse to be spoken to in that tone. <laughs> I think that helium one wins it this week. Thank you very much. But we'll let the ladies and gentlemen, our listeners, we will let them vote. Remember, guys, if anyone does have anything funny, any dad jokes or anything dad even brought up to you, send that into us. It could be fucking hilarious. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> even do a voice message or a video message, send it into us. That's it. I know there's one person at the minute that is going to be sending us in a video version of a dad joke, so I look forward to seeing that. Then if it's sent to us before this podcast is out, who knows? You might, you might even include it. Yeah. Moving on to this or that? Yeah, why not? Why not? And I'm going to start you off with a doozy, if you don't mind. All right, go on. Right, Aaron, right, would you rather be a famous musician or a famous actor? Actor. You'd rather be an actor. Why? why would oh, why, actually, yeah. Uh... Nah, I'm probably a musician. Okay, what's the reason for it? And I know it's to change your mind there. Don't, don't worry, I'm not going to be critical. Because <laughs> <laughs> with acting, you're limited to what other people want you to do. But with a famous musician, if I'm performing, I can kind of have an input on my own show and have as much fun as I want. So if I'm performing right. like fucking the Phoenix Park, we can have an absolute belt every night. But if I'm a famous yeah. actor, I might have to do a sex scene. Like, I'm not into that. <laughs> You might get you can get a body double. I know a lot of the time in Game of Thrones they had a lot of body doubles. Uh, no, Certain actors refused to do new things, and that's up to them. Like you know, but personally myself, now we came to doing a sex scene in the TV show, but wasn't acting. Like fuck that! Oh, if you like, get that body double in here, I'm gonna have my coffee. <laughs> yeah, but no one has nice of as I do, so it's gonna be hard to find his body double unless the uh, CGI yeah. that ass. Captain America has America's ass on Voyager's ass. Or oh, there ass. you go. Yeah, <laughs> so. Ireland's ass. Do you have a photo? Uh, a photo, Jesus Christ. Photo. Ireland's ass. Do you have a this or that for me? I do. And I literally only wrote down about half an hour ago. Came in from work, had a bit of dinner, watching Gogglebox there with Aiden. And I heard this, uh, heard him say this. I was like, why are you saying that? So do you call it goosebumps or goose pimples? Goosebumps. Yeah, I heard him saying goosebumps. I've heard pimples. goose pimples. I've heard people saying goose pimples, but I wouldn't do it personally. I just think it sounds a bit odd. Like it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as goosebumps. Is it an English thing or do Irish people say? I think it's more of an inner city thing. The only people I've ever heard say goose pimples is the people there that they actually will do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like I've heard like older women from the inner city uh, use uh, the words goose pimples, but never, <laughs> never anywhere else. Well, and I wouldn't even mind. I haven't even heard it that often in there. It's just the only time I have heard it. Never heard an Irish person say it. Only watching Gogglebox really? there, the English one, and uh, they said it. So they're all getting goosebumps. No, goosebumps. Okay. Goosebumps. It is goosebumps. Just goosebumps like the book series and like that movie that came out. It's goosebumps. That's Aaron, good. I have one for you, right? That's going to split the audience here. Probably split your head in two. Because I don't know how much fan you are about. Oh. I actually know the answer already, but. Gaelic football or hurling? In what context? Because I have an answer for both. To watch and to play. Watch Horland play, Gah. 
yeah, see, that's, yeah, there you go, exactly, I'm on the exact same there, like, and I wouldn't mind, I don't know how to play God, but still. <laughs> I can't be in a fine game of hurling, boy. That's it, I just don't fancy getting a, I don't fancy getting a clatter off someone, you know what I mean, like ah. someone walking along with a big ashwood stick taking the head off, you know? that just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> Some of the best games I've been to and watched are uh, hurling games, like the most memorable, obviously, are the football finals that I've been to, but the best to watch have been hurling matches, and... I having a breeze how to hit a fucking slayer talking about the coordination is either you grow up playing it or you just can't play it at all there's no picking it up so I play a guy and I currently have done since I was a kid so that's my answer yeah fair enough fair enough I have one for you and I think I know the answer okay. but I'm a bit 50-50 and I don't know where the head lies with it would you rather Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings that's not even a question for me what, your, for what me. do you think it is it's it Lord is for you but for me there's yeah there you go yeah Lord Rings sure, like... kind of... excellent excellent it's probably the best literary work ever made bro like in my in my humble opinion see it's a bit like the guy in Horton one in what context like if I want to just sit down and just like just watch an easy watch then Harry Potter but if I want to sit down really? and actually enjoy something it's probably Lord of the Rings like Lord of the Rings has like unbelievable moments. I think my favorite part in it is the Twin Tower one. Have a guess what it is. Twin Tower moment. Oh, the two towers. The two towers. The when towers. they blow up. Two towers, the is. No. Is it, is it, no? Okay. Um, is it. Hmm, last guess. Gandalf coming along at the end. At last light. Uh, on the last, first light on the fifth day, at dawn, look to the east. No, that that's it? a good show, but. It's Legolas going down the stairs on the shield and flipping into your man's neck <laughs> while shooting arrows. That's what we. Oh, that's, should have it's probably one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the film ever. We've seen it for the first time. No, like, holy shit! It's, it's probably you know I'll, I'll be dead honest with you. It's actually my favorite of of the three of them. It's my favorite. I think it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I think it's actually out of. I think it's criminally underrated out of the out of the three. And I think genuinely it's probably the best of the trilogy. And then if you count the Hobbit, which I don't think anyone should. No. Um, <laughs> it's the best of six movies, like, but yeah, I know, yeah. Really I, for me, for the, I, five armies, battle, the five armies. No. See, the one thing what ruined the hobbit for me was, and like, what ruined the hobbit for me is what made the uh, the Lord of the Rings so good. So, the Lord of the Rings was so good in my eyes because of the mixture of CGI, practical effects, and makeup. And if you yeah. look at like the orcs and say the, the Fellowship of the Ring, the detail that's gone in there, you can tell it's actually like. You can tell that's real. It's alive. Like the actor underneath is like delivering a good performance. But when you look at the Hobbit, the main antagonist, who bear in mind is only given a passing mention in the books and is already dead before the the actions of the start of the movie, in like in the books, is completely CGI. Um, yeah. what that really takes away from me is you're looking at you're looking at something that's clearly it doesn't look right. When you're looking at him, it, like you're looking at say Azog, right? Completely made of CGI. Then you have say Ian McKellen's Gandalf in the same scene. Okay, well, first of all, like CGI hasn't gotten to the point now where like that's good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like there should have been an element of practical effects in there as well as CGI. You know? Yeah. It's not like with Gollum. Now I know they revolutionised the CGI with Gollum. Uh, Andy Serkis's performance is was Oscar worthy. It just he was uh, it was snubbed because at the time, obviously. Now this is all my opinion, but I'd give that fucker an Oscar for that. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone would really argue with me. Like, how to embody a character, how to create a character. Like, just one thing before we uh, bore people even. 
one more thing before we bore people more. As I did uh, yeah. Justice League, where the man Jacks, what's his name, Jack Sider, whatever his name is, he uh, remade it, and made it look, yeah, he remade it, and made it look a lot better. I say he's doing that with the Hobbit, just made it look visually better. I think it would be, uh, yeah, if he just made it look a bit more pleasing to the eye, it'd probably be better. Yeah, so the reason show. for that, though, just just to hit you with this, is the Hobbit had a bit of a trouble production in terms of going from director to director. So have you ever heard of, a, I'm sure you have, Guillermo del Toro. He's directed mm. the likes of Pan's Labyrinth, among like a few other movies. Um, but he, like, it was it was built to be his sort of movie, and then he dropped out, and Peter Jackson had to step in. So I have no qualms with Peter Jackson, other than the fact they made it three different movies. Yeah, money, but that's more down to the studio. It's... Yeah. It was built, it was a movie that was made for Guillermo del Toro to make, and Peter Jackson had to pick up the pieces. Right, on that note, before people fall asleep, and must talk about Lord of the Rings. Let's move oh, on I to the big. Nice. Oh, no, we could. Stephen Colbert, I know you're listening. <laughs> Do you know what? We're going to dedicate a podcast to Lord of the Rings along, so I feel like we could sit here and talk about it for ages. So rather than keep the people on edge, we'll just dedicate a whole podcast to it. And yeah, we might even talk about something else as well, but I think the big talk point of the weekend was UFC 268. Oh my, oh, holy yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Some of them fights, man. That's, that's the reaction I had as well. Now, in fairness, I didn't get to watch it live. It's unfortunate, so I watched, the, I watched the fight yesterday. Tried to stay away from spoilers, but also I had to check the bed slip, so that didn't work out too well. Yeah, I went down and I came back uh, whatever time and I caught the, what's it called, the undercard, is it? Is that what it's called? The, pre, the prelims. Prelims, yeah. And I seen a few of them fights and then when I got to the main card, that forced fight, how is that the forced fight and not more? Like, oh my God, Gaethje. Oh, that was incredible, bro. That was a war. That was that was two lads that left it all in there. That was even to the point, here. Michael Chandler sat, standing there like that. Yeah. bleeding everywhere just going come on bro come on come on motherfucker let's go yeah. it was brilliant and the show respect afterwards oh my god like, that, that's what martial arts is all about going in there putting it all on the line leaving it all in there and at the end of the turnaround going well done brother that was a great fight so to me that's what martial arts is all about yeah I sat there and I was like that's fucking fight here holy jesus two lads literally knocked the bogs out each other both have great chains some great moves great punches like um, as I said before like I don't know much about and Mabel, boy, Jays, that's what I want to see more often. Two lads just going toe to toe. And I'm pretty sure Gage has been in another fight like that where you literally like two of them are toe to toe, knocking the head off. It just seems like a, a thing with him. It's like his thing where. See, that's the thing. Justin Gage's nickname is the highlight, and it's for very good reason. The fella is an incredibly good, like, he was incredibly gifted and very good um, college wrestler, American. Yeah. And he just decides not to use his wrestling. He'd rather <laughs> put on a show for the fans. Uh, throughout the last few years, now I, I only picked up on Justin Gaethje after in his day on his debut in um, the UFC. I was I was shown the fight afterwards, him against Michael Johnson, and from there, my God, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. And every single time he fights, whether he wins or loses, he always delivers. Yeah, he always delivers a spectacle. Um, like to be honest, Michael Chandler impressed me more than anything because he was a man going into the fight after his last fight with Oliveira and having not tracked his career much because I, I I never really watched Bellator. I, I was just under the assumption because of everything I'd heard from the MMA media that out of the two of them he had a weaker chin. But he, he showed he has some fucking chin. 
it might not be there in the next fight now. Gagey might have taken it with him, but he had some chin and all respect for the lads there. Is Gagey going for the title now? Well, I, I reckon so. He was number two ranked going in, and Chandler was number four ranked. So, uh, coming out of next month, we'll see what happens when Poirier and um, what's his name, Charles Oliveira, when when they have their scrap. I won't, put, I won't say who I think is going to win now because I genuinely don't know. But, uh, so the winner like of that face is Gage, is it? I'd say the winner of that will face Gage. If <sighs> I'd say the loser of that fight though will go on to fight Islam Makhachev. Yeah. And they might even look at getting... It's hard to know what to do really because then yeah, Michael Chandler would be the one out in the cold. Um, he's going to have to take a few months off anyway. Just, well, I think Gage will have to take a while off as well after that. But it'll be interesting to see you now after December, after two six nine, to see what the what the playing field is like, just to see where who's left and who's who's where. You know what I mean? Who sits at the top of the pile at the end of it? It's going to be a really yeah. exciting year coming into next year, and that's for the most exciting division in the UFC. Yeah, I missed. Uh, I watched the fight after that, but as far as because um, I was out at Bingo Loco, dancing my socks off, had a great night, get into it in a minute, and came home. I was fucking wrecked, but. Man, like some of the fights actually woke me up. I was like, this is actually like decent card. And then the fight yeah. after that, I was just I think half the second round I was like, oh, I can feel I just hit a wall of tiredness. So after that fight, I hit the hay. So I didn't see the next fight, the girls' fight, and I watched the highlights of Usman the next day. So I watched yeah. about three or four premium <coughs> fights. So I watched about probably seven fights live and one highlight. So. Oh, so even some of the prelim fights were, I think, were better than fucking some of the main cards. See, so a lot of the time the prelim fights they are incredible because you're looking at these are people that want to make it to the main card, so they're going out there and putting on a show, not just winning. And yeah. some that did that very well. Um, I only caught, I've only caught the knockout. I actually didn't even see the first round, and the round was all that lasted. But a uh, young Irish prospect, only twenty three years of age, um, Ian Gary, fighting out yeah. of the same gym as Michael Chandler. Yeah, I scored a knockout with a lovely right hand on his debut, so fair play to him. I need to watch that one. Yeah, see, a lot of people did because it was uh, like one of the earlier ones. So uh, I know a lot of us don't tune into like 3 a.m. when the main card starts, but it just shows that's why the prelims are there. So you can pick young fighters out and go, okay, I, I can watch this guy over the next few years and see if he develops into, into a talent. And yeah. just because he's Irish, I really hope that he does. So best of luck to Ian Gary. Yeah. And uh, I've heard a lot of people talking about like, talk about him and uh, when my cousin came up, he was talking about him and I was like, Jay's he must be like, not well known, but his name is actually like starting to start playing and get around. So hopefully he does well. Hopefully we see him at like a main yeah. card soon and maybe highlight, maybe headline the card. Oh, I wouldn't say he'd get headline the card anytime soon, to be honest. Like, you never know. Maybe a little while down the road. Give him a few, yeah, well, that's true. You're looking at guys like Hamza Chamaev, uh, or as who was a Kobe Covington calls him, Kumshot Chamaev. He's uh, he's done nothing but dominate. He's only taken one punch in his entire UFC career in four fights. He still hasn't headlined the card. He's made a main card, but he hasn't headlined. So it would take a lot. Now, I understand that if the UFC were to go to Dublin mm. anytime or anywhere in Ireland over the next year or two, they'd definitely stick him at the top of the card just as a homegrown fighter. Yeah. So that, that would be really interesting. See the, the big lad, um, I can't think of his name, big fat lad, black fella. He won and he's done a. a oh, like, what this, the fuck? Is this the two heavyweights? I think it was, yeah. He's a big lad. Like, yeah, the two, the two jigglers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually didn't catch any of that, but it was very interesting to see who'd win, but I haven't caught any of it. So, who won? The the taller dude, the smaller dude? Oh, I genuinely don't even know the fucking names. Was it the yeah, Spanish fella or the American? The black, I don't know where he's from, what his name is. I haven't got a clue. All I've seen was yeah, him seen celebrating. Him. I've never heard of either of them. Either way, but I've seen him winning and he's doing a flip. Like, how the fuck did he do a flip? <laughs> he did a flip with that belly. Jesus, yeah. fair play. I don't know how, but <laughs> fucking fair play. That's something else, eh? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, um, I'll touch on there. I'll say that I was at being a logo. Went there on Saturday night. It was on from like 8 till probably 11, wherever. Sent you a story with Sweet House Mafia where we play Sweet House Mafia on uh, May. It's actually a decent night. I'd recommend going. It was on Happy in the, days, the Regency Hotel. I think it's called the Bonington now. It is, yeah, the Bonington, yeah. And, Had I uh, known that now, I would have popped around. Sure, you know, that's in my neck of the woods. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you could buy a ticket at the door or what the crack was, but uh, I was a decent was in it, wasn't it? Yeah, and or um, out of town. <laughs> actually, yeah, and uh, it's basically you all play bingo and you call out about five numbers and you just talk and build up a song, and then you play a song, and everyone's up dancing, giving it beans, and then you go back, call numbers, playing bingo, and you win what a prize, and like someone won Jaeger, Jane. A uh, cardboard quilt of Mike D. Higgins. A trip to Barcelona was the main prize at the end. A dildo, Alexa, and something else. Like, it was fucking mad. <laughs> Someone won a dildo. <laughs> well, it was raising. Like, I wanted uh, the cardboard quilt of Mike D. Higgins and probably whack him like there or something. I was like, I want Someone that. Someone left it in their pocket. <laughs> it was fucking dead. Like, I want that. It'd be like a mask card. <laughs> a little condolence card that's all I'd be like you can hand out little Michael Diagan stick him in the printer and work and just pour her away <laughs> life size quite as well so yeah probably would have yeah, there you go yeah happy days I do like Michael Diagan though I do there's something about him I just I, I like the fella he seems, he seems decent and he's a quail guard so like, yeah. that, that's fucking an A in my book yeah I think he represents Irish people well like he's a leprechaun his voice does everything about him like you just you just have to love him yeah has that like kind of Kermit the Frog kind of look off Pretty cool dude. Um, <laughs> there was something that we were going to touch on, I believe, in the last podcast. And I just, I think, to be honest, we go on so many tangents, mm. especially myself, that we never touched on it. But there was something really interesting and really, really fucking sad that happened in the last few weeks. And it's in regards to fucking Alan, Alec Baldwin and that shoot that happened. It was okay. Arizona, or, I think it was Arizona in, or New Mexico in the, in the US. Yeah. And obviously, thoughts and prayers are with, are with the poor, the fucking cinematographer. That the, the, our family and also God, God loved them. But have you heard anything else that's come out of that? Because to be honest, I, I'm just I after it happened, and I'd say after a few days after it happened, I heard nothing. I kind of went silent on it because I, I don't know if I was looking. To be honest, I wasn't looking to hear any more about it. But have you heard anything about it? Or well, what's your understanding? Um, of what happened? Well, I haven't heard that. And it was all over news for like about three days or whatever. But I actually don't know exactly what happened. Like they're saying, he had a a fake gun but real bullets I want to know why was there real bullets on stage like it's a movie set it, I'm that's, assuming it's high budget if he's in it so why wasn't like the um, the bullets and the flash like the muzzle flash edited in post, post production and why the fuck was real bullets on the set so I can answer a few of them questions for you so the real bullets being on the set believe it or not right it's illegal to have any form of like live round on a set Based on what's happened throughout previous years, previous accidents, why was like that? Bringing some of them, 
it brings to mind uh, Brandon Lee, what happened with him on the set of Crow. But what actually happened was, there was members of that fucking, of the crew, that were bringing the guns, the prop guns, out to shooting ranges on the weekends and just loading them with live rounds, having a few shots of, like, tiger practice kind of thing. And my assumption based off that is the live round was left in there. And it was handed off. It wasn't inspected properly by the armorer or the prop master. And just uh, now, I don't even know what was done uh, during the, the filming of a scene in particular, or mm-hmm. if it was just you know, like in fairness, if someone handed you a toy gun, like a pellet gun, and you didn't think it was loaded, you thought it was harmless, you'd point it and be like bang bang. Like Jonah Hill does it in what is it? Jonah Hill does it in fucking this at the see? end, and he's like. No, this is the end where he has the oh. gun. He's like, bang, 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 bang. Like, it's just something stupid that you would do, but it just shows yeah. the consequences of when, like, when you're fucking around with a with a live weapon, even though he didn't know it was a live weapon. It just shows the consequence of what can happen when you play with fucking firearms. Like, yeah, and as I said, thoughts and prayers are with the poor, the poor victim of that and and their family. Like, but do you, what do you reckon is going to come out of this? Do you think? To be um, any sort of criminal or civil suits or anything that'll come out of it because obviously someone died. Based you know, on your died. story, the fellas that went to the gun range are responsible, and then also people that have resp- that are apparently responsible are the ones that should have been checking to see if there was a live round in it. Because if there's guns on the set, you can't just be like, Oh, here's a gun. Like, surely it has to go through some checks, and if it doesn't, then it's stupid. Like, surely, did you ever see like uh, it's like some Mythbusters? I remember that was on, on telly, and they had yeah. guns. You'd have someone like check the gun, load it up for you, like have yeah, all the armor. Check. Yeah, have all the uh, ballistic shields put up and all this shit, whatever. So I say, I don't think he is to blame, but I'd say the people that went to the firing range with it, based off what you were saying, I don't know, like I haven't read into that or heard about that before today. Yeah. And someone who should have been inspecting, I think them two are at fault. And what punishment will come out of it? I have no idea. Maybe the lads that went to fire range might get less of a sentence and because they're like, well, it should be checked. So that's their argument. So actually having a clear one, I need to look into it more because I'm still baffled on how the fuck that happened. Like how on a move set that has a, what, what would he have? Like a couple of hundred million budget? No, probably wouldn't be a couple of hundred million, but it'd be a decent enough budget if you have an A-list starter. Yeah, so they can take from but they know for a fact they know they know for a fact that the movie set was supposedly unsafe and there was a number of staff members and crew members that walked off the set the day previously under over safety concerns. So it's looking at what was fault. happening there. Yeah, it's the it, that's what it comes down to is whose fault is it really? You know what I mean? So obviously Alec Baldwin fired the gun, but if he was completely unaware that there was a fucking live round and it, can he really be blamed on something? And that's where I get what you mean by it's not the armor or the person that handed them the gun or the people that went to the drive, oh, not the driver, it's the shooting range. Yeah. Like, it's, See, it's mental. It's just it was a, a, gun it's a fucking on, fucked up situation. If the gun was on the table, you went over, picked it up, and they started shooting. Not, 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 I mean, literally, like, they started like indiscriminately uh, just messing around with it. Like. No, if, if he picked up the table and the rest showed action and went from that, then, like, yeah, he wouldn't have known, but if it was handed to him by someone who should have been checking it, like, well, he should have been checking it. I, to my knowledge, it should have been empty because that's his job and it has a round in it, especially a live round that shouldn't be on fucking set. That's the last thing going through his mind. He's not thinking, oh, is there a live bullet in this? 
why would he think that? Because one is not allowed on set, and two is that's been checked. So that's the last thing going through his mind. What's he going to yeah, do? Is no, 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 start no. shooting it just in case? He's not doing a point break on it. I get exactly what you mean there, but like it's gonna it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be an ever evolving story, and I think it is a good idea that we keep our eyes on it, and keep our ears to the ground on this one, just trying to see what's going on. Because yeah, I need to do a it, bit more research because it's baffling me what the fuck is going on. Well, that's it, and it's the sort of thing that we can really get stuck into there and just see if we can actually figure out what happened because me personally, I, I hate getting half a story, you know? Yeah. Because your mind starts spinning in the blanks and you never know where the fuck is, that's going to take it. If like your mind is acting like you too, What is it, sorry? It feels like we're watching a Netflix documentary. A little bit, yeah. Well, yeah, it's actually like really the, world over the, last, the world over the last few years is probably going to be able to be condensed into a Netflix documentary, you know, like has. a reading in the air style thing. It definitely has. It definitely, there's definitely people working on that now. Because if you think about it, any time there is any strife or any hardship in the world, who's there? A documentarian might to make money. So wasn't there a movie made in China or somewhere in Asia about ten years ago, and he basically predicted that it was going to happen? Like a world. I'm not sure. Worldwide, world. I kind of talk. Worldwide virus and isolation. There was. There was a movie called Contagion that came out. Is that Asian? It showed how like a virus. No, uh, that was who was in it. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure what movie you're you're talking about. It could be Contagion. That came out around 2011, 2010, 2011. About a virus that uh, gets out from a lab or something like that, I think, or infects someone and basically shows how it spreads throughout the world. How the world quarantines and all, all stuff like that. What's the name of your film? Contagious, that we said? Contagion. Yeah, that's the film. Yeah. I could have sworn it's crazy it was movie. It's a crazy movie. And one of the things that they bring up in it is, uh, and believe it or not, because it's such a huge topic at the moment, you can actually see ads about it on YouTube. You can see ads about it on the TV. It's about misinformation. You see it getting flagged up on anything that... Uh, that Anytime COVID is mentioned, even on Instagram, on an Instagram story, you see for relevant, uh, for relevant COVID-19 um, information, please click, blah, 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 bring you to a link, bring you to a page. I never clicked it myself, but it's crazy to think that in that movie, there's a guy that's promoting, say, like, different cures and, oh, I got this and this helped me and all. Should yeah. we really believe people? That's genuinely what's going on in the world right now. That's, and it's a, it is a huge problem as people can't trust the information that they're getting and they definitely can't trust the sources. Yeah, and even the likes of uh, the government and all these high-powered, like, uh, Nefe and all this shit, they're contradicting themselves over the past year. I know there's yeah, people out there the that thing. believe everything you say, but I, for the past probably, couple, let's say the past, like, seven years or whatever, I don't look at the news, I don't read it, I don't watch on telly, I see it on social media, I scroll past it. So I just think the... The news media are just so. They're trying to get clicks. So they're trying to misinterpret a story to suit them, to try to get clicks and yeah. get the headlines. And they're trying to ward it where they don't get in trouble, but yet lead the people yeah. on to think something else. Um, no, I understand. Yeah, my springs exactly things, like, uh, now all this, like, gangland shit. So they yeah. say he allegedly done this he allegedly killed someone he allegedly done whatever blah blah, blah. just try to get clicks like, why mention that 
and thing about uh, remember um, when this uh, promising force started I think I seen somewhere that they were saying people were dropping dead on the street over this and they were showing uh, I think it was people over in Asia lying dead in the street but it wasn't to do with coronavirus but they were saying it was so like see stuff like this like this is why I don't trust the media yeah and, no, and you- I understand man sure Look what's happening with Joe Rogan at the minute. CNN have people there. Basically, it was like, you took horse to wormers and he has a video. You literally put a video on his Instagram being like, yeah, I took like all this, these antibodies, Z-Pack and a few, like a few other things. Like, oh, I took ivermectin as well. And they were like, horse dewormer. <laughs> they jumped on it straight away. Like, but it yeah. just shows how disingenuous they are because they have the facts all there in front of them and they just want to paint their own story with it. And I personally, like, I don't know if that happens over here with the news. I really don't. But, like, I would never be too trusting of RTE. Now, I can't pull up, pull up specific reasons why, other than this. I'd never be too trusting of a state-run organization who is there to provide general analysis of what's going on or news, and it's supposed to be impartial when the people that pay their wages are the government. You know, it's just yeah. it's just something to think about. Like as I as I said, like I wouldn't be too trusting of any sort of news source, and I agree wholly that everyone should do their own independent research, should look at where they're getting their their information, and should definitely question their sources a lot more often. Because too many people coming up with stupid shit. Thing with news is like, obviously, bad news does sell more than good news. Like it's it's human oh, nature. I don't know why we're designed that, but bad news does sell more. And another thing that annoys me is like. Um, like when you listen to the radio or whatever they say oh Kim Kardashian had a sandwich this morning like they're saying stupid shit like this like how is this news every time in the car we're eating and something comes on I'm like how is this news we don't care about people's personal lives like someone's exactly. listening to the car I wonder what Kim Kardashian or fucking some celebrities doing today or what happens and blah 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 and uh, yeah it's classes and news like tell us something good to happen tell us blah 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 but just speaking of the celebrities there, something springs into my mind there. Do you hear the thing about yeah. uh, Travis Scott at the festival there? I think it was during the weekend. Yeah, I heard about that, man. That's another fucking tragedy. Eight people died, man. Yeah. And, and the first legal... Yeah, the, I'm not sure about the, the injury figure, but, man, the first lawsuit has been put in against them. Himself and Drake. About getting sued by, they're both getting sued by a woman that claims they were injured during it. And they've also claimed that some of the injuries sustained are life-altering. So they're looking for a settlement of $1 million. That's what, from what I've heard today. I've seen it somewhere. <laughs> there you go. There's me telling everyone to check their sources. And we go, oh, I fucking yeah. heard this somewhere. Probably Instagram. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it, that's all I've heard about it. Um, it's a, a crowd crush. Is, and geez, that brings back a lot of bad memories for a lot of people. Like It's, yeah. it's happened a lot of times throughout history, but a crowd crush is never fucking like how did it happen well, what's your understanding of the situation because I, I really know nothing about it I just kind of heard it in a classic like, glancing mention everything yeah. I've said already is all the information I have I've seen I think two clips of it so far so I don't know much about it I just know of it so um, the one I've seen was um, someone not only do you have uh, people on like scaffolding like, with cameras recording it and because of the big screen blah 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 no them fellas cameramen I seen a clip of yeah. a fella climbing up them shouting like get someone to come down here. Someone's not really had the headphones on, they communicating all yeah. that. He was climbing top the oak saying, Get someone down here, people are hurt or blah blah blah. And then 
those people behind them telling them like, oh, shut up, you're drunk and get down, blah, blah, goes, people are fucking dying back there and trying to help them, like, blah, blah, blah. And i seen another clip where Travis Scott was on stage and people were chanting, uh, stop the show at him or something. And he was asked, he called someone like his manager on stage or he called someone on stage and asked him what's going on. I don't know what he said, but you know, was basically he said, "Oh, DJ, let's throw this song down," and then start singing. And then I think then it looked like two of the lads that were on stage with him. I don't know who they were, but it looked like the uh, what's called a stage stage dived into the crowd. That's what it looked like, right. and that's literally all I've seen. But as you said before in the previous podcast, there's three sides to the story. There's my side, your side, and truth. So, um, that's just from what I've seen. And yeah, we'll have, we'll have to wait and see what comes out of that. Like, and that, that's another like fucking story that's gonna have a lot of news coming out over the, over the next few weeks. So, I'd imagine we'll be keeping people updated on that as well. Well, if he, he asked, like, if, I think it, um, he's seen an ambulance or a police, or he's seen sirens based in the crowd, and that's what he was like, What the fuck's going on? So, you see that. Why do you continue on the show? Like I've seen countless times where celebrities that are stopping their shows to make sure someone's alright or something's happening. And sure, look at KSI a few weeks ago, man. A young fan passed out in the front row. He stopped the concert, got down into the crowd, and he was like, here, bro, are you okay? Like, someone get him a bit of water and all. He was close to passing. I, mean? I don't think he actually passed out. Like, he was literally about it. He was white, about oh. to pass out, but I don't think he actually did. And what KSI just looked down and was like, okay, someone get this dude a bit of water. Like, <laughs> yeah, he basically, like, he seems like, hang on, hang on, stop, and music all stopped, and he was like, hang on, you all right? And he got them off stage, and people came over, dragged him out, and basically looked after him and he's like well, well now that he's basically in good hands like let's continue on but he did stop the show and I've seen people throw up things like this is how you do it and John clips of like countless celebrities stopping the show or stopping what they're doing to make sure like everyone's alright and all this shit so yeah that's another thing look need to look into more because I want to know exactly what happened from what he's saying it doesn't look great for him but as I said like yeah. I did look into it more I know Drake is involved somehow in terms of the performance. Um, so whether his name is brought into into this, into whatever's happening here in terms of lawsuits and all, um, I, I don't know. But as as we said earlier, we'll wait to see what unfalls from this. And then we'll I don't think I've seen him on stage. I think on he on came it. on for. I think they didn't have a song together. I think he came on. They have a song. They're sick on mode together. Deadly song. <laughs> yeah, so I think when he was singing that, he brought him on. But I don't think it was during what was happening. He might have came on after this happened. So let's say like this happened, you might have come on like two songs later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All I heard why. is I know that at some stage he was on stage with uh, Drake was on stage with Travis Scott at some stage. I, look, I just as I said, I don't know enough about it, <laughs> which yeah. is unfortunate. And like it's the whole situation is is it's terrible. Like, and as I said earlier on, with when it came to the the what was it the, the cinematographer that was that was uh, killed, but like accidentally, whatever happened, like they they died. Um. I'm with thoughts and prayers fucking go out to the people and the families and people that were injured and fucking that died there and all they did was want to go to a concert having a great time like but it's 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 not an all too unfamiliar story uh, it's it's something that has happened in the past you think because of past events and um, with past tragedies that have happened surrounding almost the exact same kind of incidents that they wouldn't happen anymore and that the right safeguards be in place for that you know, like yeah. I like the way they in, in you know in 
Europe, in European football, for example, in stadiums, the only way to stand in a stadium is to have safe standards. You cannot pack stands the way they used to because of what's happened in the past. Without bringing up anything specific, that we all know what jumps to mind there, you know? So to see that happen, to see what's happened in, in Italy, um, I can't remember the exact uh, the, the exact date or whatever happened, but it was European European Cup final between, I think it was Liverpool and uh, Liverpool Juventus. Liverpool. There was, yeah. Liverpool and Juve, there was a crush that day as well. So you're seeing things like this happen, you hear about them happening in the past, and you wish they were a thing of the past. And You know, hopefully people start to cop the fuck on in terms of organising gigs and, uh, like, the organisers are the ones I think that should be held accountable for this because obviously something went wrong either with security with stewards the organisers themselves something went wrong there someone fucked up and because of that people are dead and I, as I said I wish this was something that we could move past or could move past and wouldn't have to talk about but unfortunately it raises its ugly head every few years and something that has to be talked about it's still happening it's mad you know what's crazy like see all the gas stadiums in Ireland yeah. I think Every stadium has a terrace stand in it, which is I think is mad. Like now, some stadiums are like gonna be full capacity and whatever. But have you ever been to Crow Park when it's like proper full? I've been into the hill when it's full. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of atmosphere. But like, there was yeah. never any kind of like for me personally, there was never any kind of like you're you're not packed in like sardines. You, like if you wanted to, you could sit on a bars that are in front of you. There's no one pushing you into them. You're not going to end up with broken ribs or anything like that. That's only from my experience. Now, you've been to a lot more Dublin matches than I have, but I think that's perfect. That's safe standing to me. And like it's not people aren't going to get hurt. It's not going to get too packed. They know how many people can fit in Crow Park. They know exactly how many seats are there, and they know how many people can get into the hill without causing something like that. See, the thing is, it's you know? always oversold because John, what fucks it up? So you see that screen that's in front of the hill, the person. Yeah. No one wants to stand behind it. No, because once there's a bit of sun or any kind of weather, you can't see a thing, and it's epoxy. So trying to force people on the front, you can't see a thing. And I've seen the hill where like all the stairs are full. Like yeah, you're packed in, but like you still have room. And the thing with me is like if someone stands behind me, no one can see that's a thing. So I have a bit of I have a bit of room behind me, which is grand. But I remember uh, an incident happened on the hill and I don't know whether the fellow was having a heart attack or he, I don't think he had a heart attack but he was he wasn't feeling great and we we're trying to get like the police or a fucking four state or something down to him but wasn't the stairs and all packed and trying to clear realm and getting people to him like took longer than I thought it should and wild annoys me is that fucking screen has a just a little door on it so if there was something happened people are literally rushing to the stairs and rushing through a little door to get out rather than having people's run. Yeah. And now it's probably to stop people on the pitch or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But sure, it has to be a better way because that... It's the one thing that annoys me going on dumb matches. And I obviously remember uh, the hill without the screen being there. It was a long time ago, but I still remember it and it was fucking deadly. And it happened recently in the last, let's say, five years or something. I think One Direction were playing Crow Park. They took the screen down and Dublin were playing a match a few days later. They never put it back up. And it just felt free. It felt like the pitch was closer. It felt like it was clearer. It just looked a lot better. And even looking at it when you're sitting down or on the pitch or whatever, it just looks like there's caged in. It's like, now when you think of big football rivalries, you think of, let's say, uh, like Owen Powell and they fucking hate each other and there's killings and all this shit. 
the Celtic Rangers, Lazio, Roma, like you're yeah. looking at horror games where people are getting battered. Newcastle yeah. Sunderland, someone punched a horse a few years ago. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see. It's like it feels like it was packed in. Like, oh, there's the fucking. I know it's open to everyone, anything, anyone can go in, but it's renowned for having dumb supporters on it. Blah blah blah. I know everyone can go in, and they have done all this shit. But it just feels like whoever's on the hill is literally just thrown in there away from everyone. It's like, right, you pay the cheap prices, get in there, locked up, see you later. It's one thing that annoys me about Crow Park is that fucking spring. just wish you'd get rid of it. And the only thing that happened over the weekend as well that was shocking and stupid. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, see the Rovers incident? They're playing Waterford down there. Uh, down in Waterford or in Tala? They're playing down in Waterford. Okay, no, I didn't see anything from it. What, what's happened? So, they played on... We go on... live to our FBI here, <laughs> Tristan correspondent, Aaron Williams, with a report. Aaron? So, they're playing on, I think it was Friday night, let's say, or Sunday. And Rovers won the league last week or week before. They won it just recently, so they had the league wrapped up. And I think this is their fourth match since winning the league. They're playing away to Waterford. And I think it was only about 20 minutes into the match. Waterford were winning 1-0. And a few Rovers fans start firing fireworks in the pitch direction. But where they were uh, seated or like standing, the roof was coming over, so they couldn't actually point it up that much, so it was kind of like angled. But they were firing fireworks in the direction of the pitch. And obviously with the roof and all, they can't get much height in it. So a few fireworks were going off like at both people's heads. And a few start getting lower and lower. And I think one of the players got hit with a firework or when it exploded like the flare would hit him or something and then just kept getting lower and lower and then physios came on to help him and another one was fired and I think hit the physios as well or hit the player I'm not sure of his condition or what actually happened we've seen the video of fireworks being basically shot at the pitch the ref stopped the game for like I think it was like 5 or 10 minutes or whatever and I think they resumed it and finished the game and then another thing that happened was when they were firing fireworks it didn't actually shoot off, and one of them exploded in the crowd. But in the crowd, by the looks of it, so Amazing. yeah. Was this uh, uh, was this televised? It's on RT, yeah, RT too. Oh Jesus Christ! Now I wouldn't mind like it's taken so long to get like air, like League of Ireland's finally after getting a bit of traction in terms of airtime, and for that sort of bullshit to be going on in the ground, it makes yeah. me really happy that Bows don't aren't inviting Rovers to the ground for the rest of the games this season. Really does because you yeah. don't want that sort of fucking scummy behavior. That's nothing but scummy. Back firing fireworks at players and physios, and n- never mind o- other people in the fucking crowd. Like, nothing but they went that, f- firing the crowd. Disgusting it, behavior. Exploded. It was the, in the crowd. So I know I the fireworks. Yeah. didn't actually fire. It literally just stayed where it was and went off. But you know what I mean. Like this is this is show. It's a showcase to people that might not necessarily look at the League of Ireland. There. To be honest, it's not a huge league. This could no. be people that have never even fucking heard of the League of Ireland. Could be tuning into RTE and be like, oh, who's Shamrock Rovers? Waterford FC. Might watch this. There's nothing else on. And then all of a sudden, they see players getting hit with fireworks. It doesn't leave a good impression. It really doesn't. Obviously, and fans doing that, they should be banned for life. They yeah. should be fucking banned for life. I'd rake them over the coals. If I, if I was in charge of that, if, I, if Rovers had any respect, they'd find out who their fans are. They'd ban them from entering any game. Ever again. 
because that's fucking disgraceful and deplorable and it shouldn't happen and it has no place in football. Injuring players and physios with fucking fireworks. Yeah. It's disgusting behaviour. Thanks for letting me know that happened, man, because you've given me a reason to be outraged. <laughs> like, I hate Rovers as it man. is because I'm a Bowers fan, but saying that, I was like, that's fucking stupid. But let's say their intention was, oh, I'm going to fire a firework over the pitch. Mate, there's a roof over you. If you put two and two together, you can't get much height in it. If fireworks let off a big explosion, if you fire a fucking torch over someone's head, one, it's going to be loud, and two, you have a chance of fucking injuring someone. I don't know why you point a firework in someone's direction. Like, if oh. that incident showed us anything, Aaron, you know what? That incident showed us anything is that some Rovers fans can't put fucking two and two together. Fuck Rovers. Fuck <sighs> oh my God, that was ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Carry on, like. Like I'm all for like fucking flares and smokes and all that shit. Yeah. All for having an atmosphere at a game, but when you start taking it too far and fucking injuring players with stuff yeah. like that, that's it's bang out of order. And as I said, I, I hope they get punishments relevant to what they've fucking done because it's deplorable that fire and firework and football players and yeah. fucking physios have. It's something like we're seeing. I was like, what the fuck goes through people's heads? Like, now they won the league, they're fucking hyper and all. It was probably fucking teenagers that done it, trying to be all hard and all. I think one of them got arrested. I think the guards found out who one of them was and took them, I think. So, at least something came out of it, but the least they deserve is a lifetime ban from League of Warring Games. That's the least they deserve, but... But here's the thing, bro. Like, even if the police did get them, like, if the guard did pick someone up and did arrest the right person, it's not like they're going to go to prison. Sorry. If you want to be a successful solicitor in Ireland, you know what you have to do. You just go in and talk shit, and then make sure you that you make sure that you include in your statement. Oh well, they came from broken home. The the mother never never looked after him. The dad is involved in gangland. Even if that's all bollocks, they're still gonna get off. Yeah. It's it's just the way things work over here. Yeah. It's how can how can I make you feel sorry for this person? Like. <laughs> Like, there was a dude, I read this on the journal the other day, guy, I think he had like 38 previous convictions, 19 years of age, is currently in prison, was sentenced to a further year in prison. Now, only a further year. Can you guess what? To get a year in prison, what do you reckon you have to do? Do you know what I mean? A year seems like something you get for, like, tax evasion, or, you know, something lenient, something where it's not violent, you haven't hurt someone. That, that's what I believe. You should only yeah. get a year for something like that. What's this guy, um, with... 30-odd previous convictions. I won't name names because it only gets sued by anyone. This guy has previously been involved in an aggravated assault of someone that ends up dying a few days later. Now, I don't know whether that was related to the injuries or not. I have read that there was a suspected drug overdose, but was in prison for that at the moment. And also, before going to prison, kicked the dog to death. Is that the lad I heard about? Yeah. Kick the dog to death. And he only got a year in prison. A year in prison with 30 previous convictions, kicking someone's dog to death. Apparently kicked the dog so hard that it went over the owner's head and didn't do it once, did it more than was said to have said to the person, I'm gonna kill I'm gonna fucking kill your dog. Now personally to me, if that was me and someone even attempted to do that to my pet, oh, you know what happened? I mean, fucking they would get John Wick. They would get John Wick. I'd lit, man. I swear to God, things like that disgust me about this country. How a little that that does nothing more. Yeah, nothing more than a little scrote if you do something like that. First yeah. of all, 
going around with 30 previous convictions shouldn't be on the street anyway. It doesn't matter what they're for. 30 previous convictions get the fuck locked up because you're nothing. You're worth nothing to society and you're going to bring nothing other than fucking harm and horror to people. Second of all, you murdered an animal. A poor, innocent, defenseless little animal. It should yeah, be treated like nothing yeah. more than an animal. If that's what... You, like, do you know what I mean? That got him a year in prison. A year in prison for murdering an animal. A poor, defenseless dog murder. And the fucker gets a year in prison. <laughs> One of my friends, bro. This, this shows you how shit the prison system is over here. And I'm sorry for throwing on a bit of a rant here. But if like, anyone does take on from this podcast, it is that we need a bit of fucking reform in this country. Because it's too easy to get away with fucking anything. One of my friends was, was killed in a hit and run accident a few years ago. And the person that did it, despite it being a hit and run, drove away from the scene. I think he got 18 months. I think he was given a three years sentence, two years suspended, or a year and a half suspended for taking a life. Like, like, if that doesn't say there's something wrong with the fucking judicial system in this country and that it's too easy to get away with fucking anything, in that case, it's literally too easy to get away with murder in this country. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, man, that sort of, shit, sort of shit disgusts me. Like, one thing about like being an Irish that I don't like, we're too willing to accept the faults of others and and give too many chances to people that really don't deserve it. The Irish yeah, people yeah. and the judicial system seem like a, an ex. Do you know what I mean? It seems like everyone that they come into contact with is their ex. And yeah. they're, they're slightly getting drawn back thinking, oh, they'll, they'll can change them or they'll become better. No, they won't. If you're a scumbag and you haven't been reformed the previous 30 times, what does time 31? What do you expect from that? That's insane. That's, a, that's fucking insane if you think that person's going to reform. You know what I mean? I don't know, like, people could completely disagree with me, and if you do, fair play to you, but, like, <laughs> personally, I know I'm right on this. We're far too lenient on people that commit heinous acts in this country. Well, yeah, if you're, caught with, uh, if you're caught with a bit of weed on you, you probably, probably get five years in the jail or something. Man, if I... Do you know what? You probably wouldn't. <laughs> You'd probably get a harsh talking to and a lovely fine. If it was at electric picnic, get a 300 euro fine, slap on the wrist on a car day. Nothing else said, really. If you're caught with anything more than that, you probably get about, oh, four or five years or whatever. You get more for holding a fucking illicit substance in this country. If you look at weed, that does no more harm to someone than, well, fuck it. It does less harm to people than cigarettes and alcohol. That's illegal. And if I have that in my possession, I get arrested and will do more time than if I murder someone or murder a dog. If I have a good enough lawyer that can go, well, uh, he came from a background where, like, well, what else is going to happen to him? You know, like, you just, you can't help it. It's, it's all, like it's it's really like hold people accountable for what they do, their actions. Like, do you know what I mean? Obviously, look at where the trauma is and try to reform it. Do you know what I mean? Try to reform the individual. But if someone commits fucking twenty or thirty crimes, lock them up and throw the fucking key away. Because they're nothing. They're not going to add anything to society. They're only going to bring other people down, bring yeah. misery, and in certain individual individual cases, they're going to bring bloodshed. And there's no room for shit like that in a normal civilized society. Like between justice system and a fucking housing market, I don't know how we sell people living here. Bro, if you think about it, look, you're going to let foiling criminals back out the street after a year. Why would probably you give them free gap as well. Euro arm? Well, think about that, yeah, exactly. Probably gets a free house. Why would you pay 500000 or more to live in a city on a country that does shit like that? That pulls bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, look, even... Like, there's so much to talk about, and I don't want to go off on a big tangent, because you know me, if I start, I won't fucking stop, man. 
It's just, it does, it boggles my mind. But, like, people... Anyway, look, we'll move on from it. We'll move on from it, because I'm starting to annoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one thing, uh, you may text me earlier, right? He's on the bus, and he overheard a conversation right. saying that um, if someone... Um, and let me get messed up. I want to read what he said. So I want to fuck her up because it's actually like <laughs> when I read this, I was like, "How can people be so fucking stupid?" The right, message was it? over here on the bus. The reason people can't do mouth to mouth CPR is because it's it's because it's classed as assault. You ever heard that before in your life? Is that is that Ireland? I don't know. I haven't looked. I only got the message there like about. An hour ago, or whatever, I haven't looked into it. But um, would you be sorry, fucking you surprised? So, would I mouth- be surprised if giving someone CPR and reviving them was assault? So, mouth to mouth CPR is assault these days. No, <laughs> really wouldn't. Um, some people might even throw the going the Incredibles, and Mr. Incredible saves the guy that tries to jump off the building. I was like, You didn't save my life, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't save my life, you ruined my death. Man, you know, if you'd find the odd fucker that would sue you for ruining their suicide, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, today's world, man, unless I know you, I'm not giving the CPR. Fuck off. Like. Yeah, some cunt in the car about to pass out. I'd be like, hey, hey, this guy needs CPR. Even if I'm fully trained. Does anyone, do we know a doctor? Someone no, get over here and like, save this man, because it won't be me. Does that have to die? Did anyone get consent before he died to do CPR? No? Ah, it was nice knowing you, mate. And with that, for anyone that caught it, I've made a right mess of my last can <laughs> and it's currently sitting there halfway down my jumper. <laughs> God damn it, so, Yeah, at least we can use that in court one day from my history of alcohol. <laughs> Sometimes two cans in, he couldn't even drink out of the can. He missed his mouth most of the time. <laughs> Please remember to drink responsibly. If it's a drink aware, that I That is it. I was going to say that at the start of this, but this is one of the first few times that we actually proper gargling on the book. Yeah. Guys, make sure you drink responsibly. And as Aaron said, there's a drink away that I saving lives every day. Or don't. Who cares? Like, do whatever you want. It's an after session. Like, you're going to have to wake up with the consequences tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the hangover, motherfucker. See, shit like that. Like, I'm not surprised if it actually was a thing where it's classes for assault. If you're giving yeah, someone mouth to mouth. They'd probably be like, why couldn't you use chest compression first? It's like, so it's you mouth and then torty the mouth, but yeah. oh, no, I'm not trained to CPR. I'm kind of useless unless you're in the water. So I'm trying to sea rescue. So I can you're drowning, I can go out and save you. But if you're already out like out, put it this way for you. I can save you and get you out of the water. So once you're on land, I'm fucking useless. Just pass my <laughs> I'm over to just me. stand there and light it. I'll pass them over to you, light a smoke, chill out, go to the Winchester and wait for everything to blow over. <laughs> I'm actually not trained because my uh, cert went out with days, so I had to get retrained, but the fire came into our skill and gave us like cert and all, and uh, gave us like a, a mask to use for CPR. So it's a mask and then has like a little tube that you blow into. So that would be classes itself, would it? But put a mask over them. <laughs> no, probably not. What has that question in your head, though? It's your man sent you the message, your, your mate, like. Yeah, I was like, how is that a thing? Like, I know in 2021, there's a lot of fucked up shit that goes through my head, and like, how, like, what goes through pe- some people's heads nowadays, and like, how... Yeah, like, what if people just cats over dogs and all? Fucked up <laughs> shit. 
Yeah, exactly. Why do parents make you eat your vegetables? <laughs> really fucked up shit. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, like fucking shit like this, and it's, there's a lot going on that I don't want to get cancelled for, but there's a lot going on. Like, how do people function day to day with that mindset? A lot of, yeah, a lot of people can't. There's a lot of people I think are really annoyed, man. If you want my two cents, I think a lot of people are really annoyed. They don't know where to place their anger, so they misplace it. And they throw that anything that they find or anyone that they find has a different opinion than them. Yeah. And it's all down to being insecure and not being happy with themselves. I find that if a lot of people just start working on themselves, maybe their life will improve to the point where they don't have to piss and moan about everyone else. And they can be more focused on themselves. Because at the end of the day, I'm a big firm believer in everyone is the main character of their own story. And I will live my life. You will live your life. And we will never know how the other one truly lives because I'm not you and you're not me. I can look from the outside, but I'll never know what it's like to be Aaron Williams in the same way you will never know what it's like to be Adam Kelly because we are two different people. Fundamentally, we live different lives. No matter how similar they are, no matter how similar the interests, we are different. And that's the one thing people need to respect about each other. Everyone is different. Everyone has, and it's the differences that make everyone amazing. We have tapping into it, finding your difference, finding your niche, and making something out of it. Even if you think you know someone, you don't. Yeah, well, that's the thing, because no one knows what's deep down below the surface. And even if it is like someone that's your best friend, chances are, even if you've heard 80%, that other 20% there is probably the worst shit that they haven't been able to tell you. They haven't got the balls to tell you, and they haven't built up. No, not haven't, sorry, that's a terrible way to say. Not that they haven't had the balls, they haven't been able to build up the courage to do it. Yeah. You know? And I feel like everyone just kind of needs to give each other a little bit of leeway, because over the last year, everyone's gone through so much shit, so much stress for everything. Because I just think it's not very humane to be a dickhead to someone, like, you know what I mean? Or something that you perceive as being against what you believe, rather than actually understanding the person and looking yeah. to the person on the individual Why do you think about that? Let's figure it out. Let's see if we can come to a common ground. People are too busy, to, uh, too too eager to win an argument rather than have a conversation, you know? Here's one for you. Would you be up to doing a podcast where we open up a little bit and might encourage people that listen to maybe open up? Yeah, of course, of course, because like it's whatever can help people, and there's a reason that we started doing this is to have conversations with people, to, to get messages out there and to be able to talk to people, and to be able to take in different messages. And if me or you opening up helps even one person out there, man, then fuck me, it's worth doing. Yeah, if you know some of the stuff you've been there, you've helped me through things, so but still a lot more to it. And I feel like I'm not judging you or saying there is, but. I feel like there is probably stuff there you probably need to, get, need to get off your chest as well. So I think you might just dedicate a podcast that along with everything up to it. Don't have to force you to do it, yeah. but I'm up for it. So, Wait, can I ask you, man? No, I'm, I, I agree with you. Let's fucking do it. I'm all the way with that. Was either this, was it last week or this month? Is it like mental health month or mental health week? It's November, isn't it? Because uh, November no, is. Uh, November. Oh, November, yeah. Yeah, yeah. November. Now, guys, like, I'll shave the rest of this and keep a moustache for anyone wants to donate, but I don't see that happening. Together. But come here, can we all just kind of, like, whoever it is, this, I just want you to take a minute. Consider your own mental health going into the next few months and over the next few weeks because this time of year can be very hard on a lot of people. As much of a joyous time as it is and as happy as a lot of people are going to be, there is people out there that don't enjoy this time of year as much as others. So keep your ear to the ground. Keep a lookout for people that might not be acting the way that they normally do. And even if they are acting the way they normally do, there's no, there's no harm in asking them how they're getting on. So, like, if everyone like that is listening to this, if I can ask you to do one thing and do me one favor this week, is to reach out to somebody who you, who, for whatever reason, you might think 
it might be going through our head. Something that you just want to get back in contact with. Give them a little message. See how they're getting on. Just have a little chat. Because trust me, that makes a lot more of a difference than you ever think. And I, I struggle to find anyone that I disagree with that. Yeah. Again, small things. Um, I don't know if you've done the, the course in our job before, but even small things are asking someone like how they are. And people always say, I am grand, but there's a way of people saying it that they're trying to say I'm not okay by saying you are okay. So now you're like, oh, yeah, what's the bottom? How are you? Like, I am grand. So people are like, ah, you know yourself. Getting, like, they, they try to give you an answer and you're like, ah, okay, and think nothing of it. But look, we could sit there for fucking hours talking about all this. So I think we'll just dedicate an episode to that as well. And open I think we more. need to. I think, I think we actually owe it to the people that listen to us to, to, to dedicate a full episode to that. And not just the people that listen to us. I think we owe it to Dave. I really yeah. do think we owe it to Dave. Because that guy works wonders. And if we are going to do a mental health-based episode, it would be fucking fantastic to get that dude back on. Because I know from speaking to him, and when we stopped recording, that I've got a lot more I want to talk to that fellow about. Yeah. I was saying to him the other day, I was saying to him uh, how much you enjoyed listening to him all. I was like, oh, I don't want to do like a mind, body and soul thing with you, the three-part thing. goes, yeah, it's fucking deadly. So, yeah, yeah. So we there we go. On. I guess you just leaked it out to the people that plan with Dave. Yeah. There will be a, a series with Dave going on. And guys, genuinely, if you haven't got a chance to get around to listen to our podcast with Mindset by Dave, what the fuck is uh, up with you? You probably need to go and listen to it. <laughs> that guy, he's incredible. And hopefully we have him on. He's a friend of the podcast. Hopefully we get him on sometime soon. Yeah. Like even listen to him on Twitch, like his, his voice is just amazing. Look, come here. This is one thing. Incredibly insightful. One thing I want to ask you. Before we wrap it up, see, I don't yeah. know how long we're going, but um, yeah, it's I was talking to Aiden the other day about this. If you, let's say, the girl that we now, I don't know if you want to name or not, but let's say the one you're seeing now, you end up getting married and all this show, she told me and said to you, I don't want to take your sore name. How would you take that? Would I take it? Well, I already have the surname, so I'd probably just keep it. No, like, I mean, <laughs> how would you take See, that's a dad joke you? right there. That right there is a dad joke, ladies and gentlemen. Organic. Um, How would I take it? Like, it's up to them. Like, I wouldn't really care. Like, it's, like, it's up to them. Their name, not mine. Like. So, same to Aiden. If she turned around and said to me that I don't want to take your name, I'm like, doesn't bother me. Like, fair enough. Like, I don't blame you. <laughs> Who gives a flower? The kids will have no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that'll die out soon? Do you think that'll be a thing in the past where uh, I know there's probably blokes out there to take that uh, girl's name, but do you think that'll be a, a thing in oh. the past where people take their partner's name? I don't know. I Look, I can see it happening. Uh, well, I can see it happening is it'll be phased out a little bit over, the, say, over a five to ten year period. And then out of nowhere, it'll come back to being in fashion because people will be like, oh, that's really nice, really romantic. It's not the same name and it shows a family unit and all that. I don't know. I genuinely couldn't tell you what's going to happen. But me, on a personal level, if I was fucking getting married and they went, I don't want to take your last name, I'd be like, that's fair enough. I guess I'll keep it anyway. <laughs> I'm not taking yours. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. it. Like, do whatever you want. Be your let's own say, person. Like, let's say you had a kid. It makes no odds to me. Let's what you you, what's kid. your opinion on that? I couldn't give a rat's what people do. Yeah, I mean, see, there you go. Like, fucking, your approach. 
But like, let's say you have a daughter, right? Only kid you have, only child, and she goes yep. off, gets married, and changes her name. That's your name basically gone. It's like, I know it's not, but essentially that's the end of the bloodline. Because let's say your name is uh, your girl, you're Adriana Kelly. You marry me, you take my name. That Kelly name is gone. Nah, well, like one particular line of it, I get what you mean. But don't worry, there's no chance in hell, as Vince McMahon says, no chance in hell. That the Kelly name will ever run out, bro. And there's one specific reason for that. That in the last few years, we've actually outbred the Murphys and are now the most populous Irish last name in the entire country. Can you dig that? Suck it. He's <laughs> taking over. Oh, bro, man. We, we, we came here to take part, ended up taking over anyway. At this stage, try stop us having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not me now, in fairness. Oh, I'll stay away from that for as long as being humanly possible. And on that note, with the Kellys taking over, I think we've chatted long enough and talked too much shy. So um, I think we might just end this episode here. And remember, people, take what we say with a pinch of salt. Do your own research. Don't judge us. We're only human. No. I say something stupid. Do judge us. Mistakes, but um, what can I say? Go live your own life. Fuck off. <laughs> That's it. At the end of the day, we want to be held to account. Everyone should be held to account. Or whatever they say. So if there is anything that you found that I have said or Aaron has said that is factually incorrect, we invite you to challenge us on it. And the Stephen Crowder would say, change my mind. Anyway, signing off on behalf of Aaron Williams and Adam Kelly. Good night. God bless. Alhamdulillah. And have a belter. Newcastle Barsam, yeah. <laughs> oh, take it easy. <laughs>